discretion advised. This podcast entails personal opinions, life stories, and drama. Hosted in a trailer city of Texas, where it doesn't get any realer than this. It don't get no realer than this, man. What up, what up, y'all? It is your host, model, and entrepreneur, Trinkel Reeves, and I'm here with y'all for another episode. If y'all been keeping up with me, y'all know I've been in my A for a couple weeks, um, and I apologize for that. Uh, but this has been a season of change. Um, and that's basically what we're going to talk about in this episode, the season of change. Um, if you aren't aware, which I'm pretty sure the entire world knows, Takeoff just died. He just got murdered. Um, so rest in peace, Takeoff. Definitely my favorite Migo. Um, a lot of people's favorite Migos. That just goes to show you can be the quietest person ever. You can always mind your business and then be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, you know, and I didn't really want to go too much in depth with the takeoff thing, but I seen a lot on social media. Um, people were, you know, blaming it on God and all this type of stuff and witchcraft and, he knew it was his time. Don't nobody know it's their time unless they on their deathbed, actually. And even then, God can say, I'm not ready for you to go. Tomorrow, you know, when a nurse come in, she going to fix you and you going to get up. But in reality, she didn't do anything. It was God. You know what I'm saying? And I think that social media just plays a huge part in people's thoughts, thought processes, grieving processes, mental and it just sucks like that's just oh my god it's just it's so horrible but once again you know rest in peace take off I just I'm still waiting for somebody to say just kidding you know that's not real I still haven't processed it but I think I just have a hard time processing death in general um yeah that just Let's just switch the subject because that just gives me a headache. It's been giving me a headache since I found out about it. It's just so unreal. Like, I I know it sounds stupid to say, but I did say, like, uh, I asked one of my friends. I was like, there is literally no way that you can stop yourself from dying. Like, you can't. I don't know if y'all, you know, listen to the episode where I was talking about sleep paralysis and stuff like that, but that's what I was thinking about when I, when I had that sleep paralysis moment, um, I couldn't move. Even, you know, when I told myself, I was like, open your eyes, TK, open your eyes. I couldn't open my eyes, you know? So I kind of like put that in the place of that's how it felt. That's how it feels when you're dying, when you got shot or if you get, you know, shot, you know, things like that. And you want to tell yourself to get up, but you can't, you know, and it's just like, dang, we we really cannot, we really can inflict pain 
on somebody to the point where they no longer open their eyes. And that's just, it just sucks to process, like to even just think about, ugh, oh my God. Anyways, anyways. It was Halloween. It was Halloween. Um, you know, uh, and I ain't gonna lie, y'all, I was teeing up. I was teeing up for Halloween. Um, I didn't tee up on the day of Halloween because I do not celebrate Halloween as a Christian. Um, I do not cele- celebrate the Devil's Day. Um, so, you know, me being in college, when I got here, everybody was like, oh, my God, you're not dressed enough for Halloween. Like, girl, you don't got no costume. Like, you know, so in, re- in really in reality, in college, it's not Halloween. It's Slutterween. That's what it is. Like, everybody just be looking naked. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody going trick-or-treating. Don't know. You go to people's apartment, ain't nobody got no candy. Where's at least a bowl of candy? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but um, so I did do my, you know, share party. And, and I did think, you know, on the 30th, I was going to go out to, you know, one of the bars or something like that, have fun with my friends. Like, completely not Halloween related. Just, it just so happened that, that was that weekend um and I was just gonna go out you know like we usually do y'all I got on Instagram and I seen this dude uh he has a podcast as well um and he was usually he'd be happy but on this specific post he was pissed he got on there like right when the video played he was like Christians should not be celebrating Halloween. You should not be going out. That is a mockery to God and blah. And man, when I say it was like a flip of a switch, I said, God, if you really didn't want me to celebrate, if you really didn't want me to go out on Halloween, you could have just said it in a nicer way. Like, you ain't have to lace me. You ain't have to put me on the spot. <laughs> you ain't have to put me on the spot and put this man on my feet like that. <laughs> yeah, I told my mom, I said, Ma change the plans we can't go to the bar we can't go out that's the devil's day something might happen we might be in the wrong place at the wrong time god didn't send me this message you can ignore the message if you want to but because i need you i'm gonna let you know we're not ignoring this message so we ain't go out but i hope y'all you know have fun on that day not related to halloween not associated with the you know devil's day um you know, stuff like that. But anyway, the season of change. I took the time off um, not because I wanted to, not because I was tired of talking. <laughs> I took the time off um, and I accumulated ideas. I was changing in so many ways i i i am changing i have been changing in so many ways to the point where i didn't want to get i didn't want to make an episode and it be as if i was uncertain about what i wanted to do what i wanted to speak about because of this new season of change um i have been and i know i don't think it's just me I think it's I think this is a thing that, you know, everybody has been going through. You know, you missing in action, um, to work on yourself, to work on your mental health, to work on loving yourself. Because I've been seeing, you know, a lot of posts where 
people are realizing, and this is a good thing, people are realizing that they don't love themselves. And especially women, we don't love ourselves and you don't figure that out until you get into a situation where it tests your loyalty to yourself. And then once you get out of that situation and you start to reboot and and figure out what it is that was going on, you sit down and you like, I really let somebody do me like that. I really let somebody talk to me like that. And I thought that was okay. I thought, you know, being there for that person, even though they was treating me like that, I thought that was okay. No. So now you realize you don't you didn't love yourself and you gotta heal what part of yourself that you didn't even know that you needed to heal because of somebody else. The season of change. You know, and it's never too late to change. It's never too late to come to that realization that where you are right now, you want to be in a better place. It's nothing wrong with coming to the realization of I'm not happy where I am and I want to go to a new place. And you can either take me as I am or you cannot mess with me at all. Now, I know y'all heard of that saying. Y'all probably thought I was going to say you can either come with me or you can stay. No. This new season of change, this new level of independency that I want, I don't want nobody to come with me because God don't want you to come with me. If God wanted you to come with me, you wouldn't have messed me up in the first place. I wouldn't have to reheal in the first place. So you need to stay where you are and then come back when I'm stronger, when I remember who I am. Right? That's what I'm saying. Been missing in action, been focusing on priorities. Um... I want to, you know, I was thinking about this phrase that I put together. Um, I call it the push-pull factor. And I was telling my mom about it. Um, and I feel like a lot of students, a lot of college students go through the push-pull factor. And it makes me really emotional um, to even talk about because college is not what, it's supposed to be it's not what the movies show it's not what your experience you think you, you it's not it's not it college is traumatizing college is definitely for sure life-changing but it's not when you're a freshman you come you come to university and you think oh my gosh I'm gonna I'm gonna make you know friends it's so many levels of a university of yourself that you have to go through and break down and rebuild and accumulate to one that you don't even at the end of the day by the time you graduate the happiness the faith the motivation that you had is if it's not if it hasn't grown it's completely gone or it's completely changed into something different and you're new and whether you like it or not sometimes that new might be bad for you or the people that you had around you the push, the push, pull factor um, that's going on on social media, for one, it's about God, um, and I've been getting really, really freaking irritated about it. Um, for people that are questioning whether or not they should believe in God, whether or not they should keep a faith, go to church, 
Social media is the last place that you need to look because it'll make you so confused that you like, this is why I don't believe in God in the first place. <laughs> no. Stay away from it. It's the, I don't want to say it's the devil. It's not. It's just so opinionated and it's so many people giving their input. And nine times out of ten, it's the people that don't even read the Bible. It's the people that don't even, they really don't know what they're talking about. They're going based off of experience a blind blind mice leading the blind mice that's that's basically what they are um and they've been saying that a lot of bad things that are happening is god's fault a lot of good things that are happening is god's blessing and sometimes that's not it sometimes that's not the truth the devil can bless you too and if you don't if you don't believe and if you don't have faith and you don't read, you might not be able to differentiate if that's a blessing from God or if that's a blessing from the devil. Hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes down to money. And I think that's definitely a big factor in a lot of people, a lot of people's you know, mental health and things like that. I had read a verse the other day that um, said you shouldn't be, money shouldn't be your God. I am your God. When you, when you're seeking, when, when you're seeking money, when you're seeking everything else, you're missing me. And I found myself, I just told my mama this the other day, um, I haven't had a job since August and I know it's a little TMI. Don't make fun of me. I'm not broke. I got some money saved up. Um, but I haven't had a job since August and it's, it's not because of my own free will. It's because I had to sit down and think, man, God tested me, man. Whether I like to say that or not, God tested me. And I think, well, and I know for the first month and a half, I failed that test. I failed it. And now I know I'm passing. I at least got a, a B in that joint. I at least got a B, and I'm almost there to my destination of where I want to be, where he want to put me. You know what I'm saying? But he was testing me. I was mentally frail. I was emotionally fragile. Um, and I was physically put. I didn't want to get out of bed. I felt so lost, and I was exhausted of feeling lost. Because I wasn't working, because I because I'm so used to getting up, moving every day, and having something to do in my day, and know what I'm doing, that I was frustrated at everybody, at myself. I wasn't making money, but I was spending money. I can spend money, but I can't make money. And I'm in a city where it's predominantly Hispanic, and if they read your name on a resume and it don't sound like Bianca or Stephanie, your application gets tossed to the side. Even if I am qualified of everything. Y'all know I was working at Bombshells in Houston, right? I come down here, mind you, and I know y'all probably going to say why you didn't transfer. When a company is a franchise, you can't transfer. That basically means that that person bought the name from that bigger company, but it's their company. It's not the Bombshells company. I come down here, mind you, 
I done already worked at Bomb Chefs. I got the experience. I got the resume. I got I know the I know the menu. I know the system. I'm fine. I'm beautiful. I come down, got my makeup on, got my lashes, got my lashes on, got my boots already, got my uniform. You don't gotta give me an extra uniform. I have everything that I need for this job. And I still don't get hired. What? Make it make sense to me. So the only thing I could come up with in my mind was, is it because I'm black? Obviously, obviously, that can't be the answer because when I went in there, it was some black girls. But you know what? I, you know what I was saying? I was like, okay, maybe it's, maybe it's because I'm dark skinned and I'm curvy. Because look, you can't have both in the city. I mean, you can't, you can't be dark skinned and curvy. I seen the dark skinned women at Bombshells. They weren't curvy. They were skinny. And I seen the curvies. They wasn't dark skinned. They was light skinned. Even with me putting all those factors together, it still didn't make sense to me. But it didn't have to. It wasn't something that it wasn't something that I needed to make sense of. It was something that I needed to sit down and pray about. God, why are you telling me that a place that you already allowed me to work is not gonna hire me? What is gonna distract me? What what is gonna distract me from working at this job? What am I gonna miss? What am I gonna miss by working here? What is the bigger picture, God? What are you trying to tell me? Show me, please. And God, if I don't see it, and God, if I don't understand it, explain it to me. Through somebody, through a vision, through sleep. Because, God, I need to know. I need money. I've been working hard. I've been working hard. Hear me. Hear me. God, I have been working hard. And now I want to keep working. Now I have, now I'm getting to the finish line where I need the money. Why are you telling me no? And you know what God said? If God was a black mama, don't ask me why. <laughs> Don't ask me no questions. Just trust me. And that's what I'm doing. And I told my mama the other day, I said, Ma, I got money to, you know, pay my rent. But you know me, I like to ball a lot. Man, I, I, I like to go eat. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't mind dropping $50 eating. I don't, I don't mind it. As long, as long as it's good, my belly full, I don't mind it. You know what I'm saying? But. I came to realization that God wanted me to breathe. I was losing focus. God needed me to focus on the bigger picture. Now I don't I can't tell y'all the bigger picture because I don't know what it is yet. And I don't have no problem with it because I know God got my back. And I know a lot of us now we haven't figured out how to say it's okay if I don't know because God hasn't spoken to me yet. He hasn't told me. And I'm telling you now, if this is you, if you're that person, you better trust him. Relax your mind. Relax your body. If it ain't came to you yet, I'm not saying move on, but don't check on it. If you already gave it to God, 
You don't need to check on it no more. Why? <laughs> when he ready for you to receive it, just be there. The season of change. It's time to love yourself fully. The world is coming to a different place now. The world is getting more violent. It's time to figure out what you want to do with your life. It's time to figure out who you are as a person, what you like, what you will take, what you will respect, and what you will not allow. We getting into the phase of our lives where we ain't got no guidance. And I know my mama gonna probably get mad that I said that. Every time I say that, every time I be like, we ain't got, my mama be like, we don't have, we don't have, trick out. You're too smart to be speaking like that. <laughs> I just be getting so into the moment. Then I be like, girl, I know how to switch my little voice when I need to. <laughs> but yeah, we don't we don't have any any guidance. You know, um some people are just walking blindly and we're allowing things that happen to us, things that happen to our parents to affect the way that we move, to dictate where we go in life and where we want to be or quite the opposite, whichever one applies to you. Um and we're getting tired. I've been seeing it so much. And that's why I say we, because I know it's not just me. I know it's not just me. I'm exhausted. Um, I'm exhausted of constantly having to heal myself. Even when I thought, even when I know that I've grown so much in the past four years. If you met me in high school, and you stuck around, you would know I'm way more confident than I used to be. And I thought about that the other day um, when I was talking to my mom. I said, Ma, I've been having a lot of problems lately. I've been having a lot of problems where people keep trying to tell me about myself. People keep, you know, trying to make me out to be the villain. Why? I was never the villain at first. Why are people trying to make me feel like that? Why are people trying to make me look like that? And man, guess what I sat down and thought about? When I was in high school, when I was a freshman in college as well, I allowed so much. I could never say no. Ask anybody. I could never say no. Somebody that's the oldest of four siblings, I could never say no, no matter how much how bad I was uncomfortable, what I didn't want, what I didn't like. I could never say no. And now, oh, I'm going to say no for sure. If I don't want it, if I don't like it, if it disrespect me, if it don't align with my mores, if it messes up my peace, I'm going to say no and I'm going to allow you to think whatever you're going to think. And then if you want to speak up on it, then I'm going to explain to you why I said no and, and why it is the way that it is. But back then... I never did that. Back then, I allowed people to think whatever they wanted to think of me, um, even if that was something that was really bad, even if it really hurt my feelings. And I know I had said that in the in probably like my second episode that I let people think what they want to think of me, um, and I don't never stand up for myself. And now I do, and now that I do, um, 
it's been causing a lot of problems. People are not used to me standing up for myself. And I have this, what's the word? Um, Microaggression. That's the word. People, first of all, (laughs) I am dark-skinned. I am a black woman. I am a woman that is very opinionated. Um, as you can tell already, um, and I'm very liked. If I'm not liked, I'm very hated, and not because of something that I did, just because of somebody is intimidated by me, and the microaggressions that come with that are so annoying, Um, and it gets to the point where sometimes you have to sit down and think, is it worth me responding? Because even if I don't respond, they already don't think the way that they think. They're already going to be scared. It really don't even matter what what it is. And I've come to the realization that even if it's me and another person, for example, I still have things that are lingering from the time that I missed when my grandma passed away. Um, somebody, you know, recently just came up to me a few days ago and was like, hey, uh, in one of my classes, uh, I missed two of our like field trip days or whatever. They're not field trip days, but they're just, you know, we got a group project and we go to the, the place of visit or whatever. And the guy came up to me and he says, man, TK, I'm not trying to be messy. I'm just being real. Uh, but I had asked about you the day after your grandma's funeral, um, and I asked him if you was coming. And they told me, well, I don't think so. Uh, TK has a reputation of not being dependable. And when the boy told me that, I said, what? Me? (laughs) Not dependable? Now, mind you. He just said the day after my grandmother's funeral. Bro, when I... Look, man, look. So, right, 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 right. I'm going to stay on topic. So, then, come this morning, um, come this morning, well, no, yesterday, my bad, yesterday, we had all, like, little assignments that we had to give each other or whatever. And they gave me a part, which was the calendar. Easiest part of the thing. Easiest part. I didn't, I did no complaining. I wake up this morning. They're talking about how they are separating the, you know, calendar dates and da da da, da. So I sent a message. And I'm not going to lie. It was a little intense. But it was only intense because I'm black. If, 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 if another race would have sent it. It wouldn't have came off as that. It would have came off as she's being a leader. She's voicing her opinion. She's setting boundaries. And this needs to be said, right? I basically say, if y'all explain to me already that this is something that I was supposed to do, why am I waking up to y'all had a meeting and y'all are separating it into different pieces and now it's no longer my responsibility uh, because I'm not dependable I put that in uh, quotations I know that was petty I know I know because I'm not dependable is that the reason of etc 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 there is only seven of us communication needs to be better the whole paragraph was okay until I said the 
dependable part. I know in my profession that was wrong, but who cares? You spoke behind my back when my grandma died and said I was undependable. So at this point, I don't care. Mind you, I'm the only black person in my class. There is seven of us total. I'm the only black person. Um, it's a variety of white and two Hispanics. So, right, right. Makes sense. Makes sense. The guy, y'all, the guy who told me to tea, he texts me separately and he's like, girl, I love you so much, but if you decide to uh confront and go off on anyone please don't name drop now i'm laying in the bed i'm looking at this message like why why was me sending that paragraph not enough of me voicing my opinion of what needed to change why did you have to text me separately with this microaggression because that's what it was and say if I confront or go off on anybody, why would you? Why would you? Why, why would you automatically think that I was gonna do that? You don't even know me. You just met me in August. You get what I'm? Man, I'm telling you. We, and that's what it. That's what it's been. That's that's what it's been. So now I've taken a time where God has told me, TK, I've I've showed you, I've told you many times you need to stick by yourself you need to be able to articulate your feelings properly and thoroughly so when it's time for you to express them you're not expressing them off of emotion you have your emotion aligned with yourself you got it deep under a cord that nobody can get to unless you allow them that's what god was telling me so because I wasn't listening, because I failed those tests, he showed me and I felt like I was getting punished. And I was. I know I was. I know I was because God has been giving me these tests for probably three years, four years of TK. You need to be by yourself, not you need to be by yourself because you don't like being by yourself in general. Not I need to be by myself because I got something that I need to fix. I need to be by myself because I'm allowing people to get under my skin and that's affecting my leadership. That's how y'all got to think about stuff. Y'all don't 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 think about stuff like you being punished because you're doing something wrong. Think about it as I seen this I this this the best way I could put it. I seen this thing on TikTok yesterday. This girl said, "God, why did you put me through all of this and God said what did I put you through she said I, I walked through a storm and I and it felt like I was about to drown and God said is that a bad thing and she said yes why would it not be a bad thing and God said and this this is the TikTok she going back and forth from her and God and God said why is it a bad thing that you felt like you were going to drown when your enemies can't swim. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Why is it a bad thing that you felt like you were going to drown when your enemies can't swim? You had to go through the storm, but only you can get through 
that storm because the rest of them, they ain't prepared for it. They don't got it. The season of change is acceptance. It's the key to unlocking, unlocking everlasting life. It's the key to unlocking faith, prayer, strength, self-advocacy. And I can't stress that enough that it took me so long to realize that no matter how many times I change, no matter how no matter how many times I grow and I feel like I'm unloved and I'm unwanted and I'm not paid attention to and I have to keep healing myself even when I'm not the one that broke myself. And I'm getting exhausted of everything and I'm getting angry. Every little thing makes me angry. Traffic making me angry. My hair is making me angry. I'm tired of doing my hair. Waking up in the morning, going to school makes me angry. Why should that make you angry when that's a part of the process? Somebody told me, TK, you just need to take a deep breath. I looked at her like, girl, bye. When I'm taking a deep breath, I'm straight. I sat there and she took a deep breath with me. And it was like my brain just relaxed. My heart relaxed. So now, I ain't going to lie to y'all. I'm not going to lie. If she hit this podcast, then I'm lying. But I take deep breaths now. When I feel like I'm about to explode, when I feel like I'm about to go off on somebody, when I feel like I'm angry to the point where I'm allowing somebody or I'm allowing myself to get out of my skin, that's not righteous to God. I take a deep breath and I breathe. And I tell myself I love myself and I accept all parts of me, the angry, the part that's not dependable, the TK that lays in the bed and gets up at noon. And I don't feel guilty about that because I'm worthy of everything. that God got me. God got me. If I get up at 12, I can get a blessing at 12.05. If I just take the days the way that is planned in my mind, the way that I write it down on my sticky note, I'm good. We're good. You're good. You just got to accept the season of change. Move around. Get up. Make some shake. Even if you're not making money right now, change yourself for the better. Change yourself so when God tell you it's time for you to make that money, you already prepared. I've put in so many submissions, so many applications. I've gotten so many no's, so many non-answers back. I ain't mad at you. Hey, look, I'll take that little free time to relax myself. Because when God called me back, to, when it's time to make money, I know I'm going to miss waking up in the morning and being able to read, not rushing out the house. You know what I'm saying? It's the season of change, and I... I pray for everybody who is trying to figure out what their season of change is for, what the reason you're going through it, why the reason everything seems so hard for you right now and you haven't figured out why, just pray. And if you don't pray and you listen to my podcast episode, 
that's God. Because, baby, I done said God name 20 million times. You know what I'm saying? Bring God into every room that you're in. Speak of him into every situation that you're in. You'll be happier. Have faith. Accept your season of change. Accept the road, the path that you got to get through to get where you want to be. It's not that simple. It's definitely easier said than done. But we're going to get that. And I'm going to get that with y'all. I love y'all so much. Y'all don't understand. I, I love my supporters. And I'm glad. I'm so glad that I started this platform because I figured out on my journey of me on my journey of me loving myself and figure out figuring out who I am I figured out my purpose and my purpose is to create that platform because a lot of us a lot of us don't know what direction we're going in or where we want to go and we're basing that off of past experiences or we moving based off hurt I don't even move off hurt I ain't going to lie. I wish I could. I, I done been broken so many times. <sighs> Baby, I wish I I wish I ain't have a heart no more. But God gave me that heart for a reason. And I would never wish that I couldn't give my heart to people. I just prayed that I knew when to give my heart to a person, how to give my heart, and how much to give it. And my prayer was heard. And he told me. And now I know. I'm giving my heart to all the homeless. I'm giving my heart to my mama all the time. But hey, you going to respect my boundary. You going to hit me when I say I'm not the same person that you could use, you could call, even though you did me dirty a week ago and you think I'm going to answer the phone. No, I'm not. I forgave you. God said we need to forgive. But I don't got to forgive, baby. I don't got to. And you are entitled you are entitled to doing that. You are entitled to not talking to somebody for two days. I know everybody be saying, you know, speak to your loved ones. The world is messing up. Life is short. Yes. Yes. Yes, of course. Speak to them. Love them. Forgive them. Don't hold grudges. But if somebody overstepped your boundary. If somebody made you feel disrespected and you would never make them feel like that. If somebody did you a way that you would never make them feel. Communicate with them. Communicate that with them. And leave that in God's hands. If you already communicated, you've already done everything that you needed to do. You've already prayed on it. That's what y'all be forgetting. You communicated that already. You thought you handled that situation, but you didn't handle that situation the way God wanted you to handle it and the way that he would have handled it. Pray about it. Leave it to him. Don't check on it no more. You get a sign that say, check on it, check on it. But other than that, it's okay. You are literally entitled to every emotion that you feel. You are entitled to caring about yourself and taking care of yourself. This is a season of change. You don't got to accept it. You don't got to like it. But we can't run away from it. So you don't got no other choice. I love y'all, man. Thank y'all for tuning in to It's On My Mind with Trinkel. 
Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram at shante.lorche. Follow me on TikTok at Trinkel. All descriptions are in my bio. Um, follow my YouTube channel, y'all. I ain't been posting them, but, but I'm going to post them for y'all. Tune in next week. Um, we're going to be talking about some generational curses um, and how to break them. So we... <laughs> Baby, we we finna get into it. We finna be multi-millionaires, okay? We 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 gonna crack the code together. All right, y'all. Bye for now.